Welcome, everybody. We're back with another week of Beer and Bullshit with Corey McGee, Jason Boisneau. How are you doing this week, Jay? Hey, not bad. Yourself? I am doing okay. And uh, tonight, we are fortunate enough to welcome our second musical guests, the Punctual Alcoholics. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, slow claps. There we go. Yeah, sure. We'll give we're good. We're good. Oh, Who made that clapping noise? <laughs> so we've got Calvin and Tori joining us tonight. You guys, uh, you guys played some music for us a little bit before this, and uh, it was uh, sounding pretty good. Thanks, man. Enjoyed that. Yeah, no, not bad. I think Thank we you. did okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are a punk band from Timmins, and uh, how long have you guys been playing? Uh, well, we started playing probably uh, sometime in the summer. Like early summer, like April, there was a- still April. snow on the ground. Okay, at some point. all right, all right. So, so it's still fairly so new. Tim and summer, Tim, Tim and summer. summer. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, what we do here on Beer and Bullshit is we're going to talk a little bit about you know get to know you guys, get to know what you guys are all about, uh, what you guys write your songs about, shit like that. And then uh, Jay's got some fun stuff for us to do a little later and talk a little bit of bullshit and see uh, see where that kind of takes us. We kind of go down these rabbit holes when we have these discussions, and uh, sometimes it's pretty funny where we end up. I don't know, right? Sometimes it's humorous. You guys have seen the show before. Yeah, once or twice. Oh, man, you picked the right guests for rabbit holes, for sure. <laughs> we like all kinds of holes. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, it's starting off pretty good. So you guys said you guys have been jamming for about six, seven, eight, nine months since uh, the beginning of Timmins Timmins summer. Roughly forty-seven and a half weeks. Forty-seven and a half weeks. <laughs> I don't know if that math adds up, but yeah, roughly. And you, and you guys have been writing a lot of songs. You guys play all originals, right? Uh, well, we started playing covers uh, at when we first started playing. Uh, now we're doing pretty much all originals. Yeah, cool. And how did you guys kind of get together, anyways, from the very beginning? Uh, well, me and TJ started playing. The origin story. We we started playing like acoustic shows at like the airport in South End. Jesus. Like, like maybe two years ago or something like that. <sighs> and then uh, and then Tori started jamming with us. I saw these guys play at a house party uh, like last year or something, and Mike was there. Um, and their guitar playing just kind of spoke to me in the songs they were playing. It was it was really awesome, and I was like, I want to jam with those dudes. Yeah, it all kind of really happened, like, uh, r- like really naturally. Like, we just kind of, Tori was like, hey, do you guys want to jam? And we were like, fuck yeah. And then, you know, Mike came along afterwards, started playing some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we, we've only got a few people joining us to, to speak tonight. We, we thought we wouldn't speak uh, over each other. Too too much, anyways. No, that that's really cool. So you guys came together pretty much the same way that any any band of young guys come together. Obviously, you guys weren't put together in some kind of talent show uh, hey. scheme. Ameri- yeah. uh, Timmons got talent. It was pretty organic. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's that's pretty general for like a lot of the the Timmons bands that have been around. I mean, uh, the guys I've been playing with, we've been playing with. We've been playing together since for like high eighty school. years, man. What the fuck are you trying to say about that? <laughs> you try, trying to point out my uh, my thinning hairline that you guys were making fun of before this? No, I'm I'm just saying. I mean, I would be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, it, it's cool to hear like the story from a lot of uh, bands that that get together, and it's nice to see that there's still that kind of stuff going on. Because from what I can see in popular music, anyways, like um, I wasn't here for this pod for the podcast where you guys did this with John Core, 
but you guys went through all the songs oh, yeah. that was, on the charts. That was difficult. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of music with guitars being made no. uh, these days that's on the charts. There's nothing. No. Not well. There, there's guitars in there, but they're not as frontal. Well, they might like, hold the guitar. Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's a prop. Yeah, and well, in top forty pop music or something. Yeah, guitars are pretty much <laughs> props at this point. It's no, just I, go ahead, sir. There's just like I well, I I used to be in music industry arts, and we learned that it takes like a team of writers and songwriters and producers and like too many cooks in the kitchen. More or less to actually uh, suck the life out of music. You think? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, man. So you, so you got a real good background into what goes into making a hit. Then, I guess, but I mean, there's no real way to say, oh yeah, this song's going to be a hit because it has this many verses and choruses and that kind of shit. It's more like it's really the luck of the draw on on any song. Really? Okay. So even though they're still putting these teams together of producers and writers and well, shit like that i think it's like uh who you know and what's yeah. in your what's in your pocket you know what i mean you gotta also keep in mind that the amount of money the labels are throwing at these acts have like a multi-million dollar marketing team behind them to get these songs where they need to be it's hmm. almost yeah. like fabricated fame more or less oh. and it only comes along once every you know few years we get a new pop star right Oh, so so are you guys trying to fit into that mold right now? Not at that all. That sounds Fuck about right. No, right? You? <laughs> <laughs> well, are you guys like specifically trying to not fit that kind of stuff? I don't think we're really trying to like do anything specific, except for just like play music and uh, have as much fun and and piss know, people off and drink. You guys try to piss people off. We like pissing people. What off. What do you guys do to piss people off? We don't try, but we we managed to piss off a whole festival this summer. Right. <laughs> a whole fest festival? Which festival? Summerfest. <laughs> really? Yeah. They they asked you guys to play Summerfest in Porcupine. Yeah. yeah. Well, did they Summer? ask us, or yeah, like well, was that just TJ's mom just kind of insisting yeah, think, we play? I think that was TJ's mom, more or less, knowing the bar owner and saying. Uh, you should let these guys play. Mind you, the dude uh, is like an alcoholic. Well, is he? No, he's not. No, like- he's definitely an alcoholic. He's, okay. <laughs> is yeah, he still? No. Yeah, no, he definitely is. Okay. He's got the nose for it. You know how like people who drink a lot of booze, their nose tends to like hang down like one of the Opinions fucking like, seven drawers. Beer bullshit do not necessarily <laughs> reflect. <laughs> you know what? That guy's probably not listening to us. He, I don't think he even owns a computer, to be honest. So <laughs> it for booze. Uh, okay, so you guys ended up pissing off the audience that was at this, this well, summer fest I, I'd show. I'd say about uh, like 85% probably okay. were, were pissed off. And how, how, how so? Why why did you guys get the feeling that these guys were pissed off and not satisfied with the show? Because the promoter, the promoter told us. Uh, <laughs> did you get but, paid? Nice. Uh, well, he gave us like 48 drink tickets before we played. For the four of us. And oh, then... God. And then once 48. we once we were done, and he told us that that we pissed everybody off, he gave us twelve more. So, <laughs> so it was a good deal. Man, <laughs> man. So this is the alcoholic. Yeah, he giving was, he away was booze. He was hammered. <laughs> oh, so so is that kind of in the plan? You guys just or or is this just come organically to you guys? You guys look to piss people off all the time with uh, what song lyrics or antics on stage? Uh. I don't think song lyrics, because none of our songs are really all that offensive. It's just, usually a lot of the swearing and bullshit <laughs> comes from me and this guy. It's the banter, I think. Right? Yeah, because I get super nervous, and I talk a lot when I get super nervous. I get nervous every time I fucking walk on stage. And man. I get really? super drunk. Oh. So. so Bad combination. Yeah. Or great. 
Depends on how you look at it. <laughs> Depends which lens you're looking through, right? No, but I, I mean, like, it's it's cool to still see that some people are embodying that rock and roll attitude, I guess, right? Yeah. I don't know. I've fucking grown out of it so much now. Like oh, that. that when I see when I see guys like this on stage, I go, "Oh, oh not again! Not these bastards!" <laughs> I wanted to come to this bar and drink in silence. <laughs> well, we we I think now with and and we were kind of talking about you know some of the older generation of bands that exist uh, in this town and or region. Like who? Can you uh, name any? <laughs> could I name any? Well, I guess maybe the Shaftmen would, would fall into that. Ugh. Those guys, eh? The, uh, okay, side side story about the Shaftmen. Um, me and Jay, or I, I've told Jay many times. Jay that, and I. Jay and I, sure. Sorry about my poor grammar. But I've told Jay many times that I feel like their name, you know... About the it's man. a bit of a euphemism. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one who's noticed. And I don't think it was an accident. I'm you don't think sure, it was an accident? I'm pretty sure they they knew what they were doing. Well, like well, we're Gil, a mining Gil's town, right? Pretty clever. Is he the one who came up with that? No, but I'm sure he knew. Like I'm sure when they no, said I, something, I know he knew. No, but I'm sure like he's oh we're totally going with that. I'm come on, he's pretty. He's a joker. <laughs> no, I I know that he would get it. Yeah. I don't know someone else in that band would have that others might. Yeah, well, there's remember. some like diehard Shaftman fans out there. They're like, oh, the Shaftman, they're a bunch of fucking miners. Like, I can't <laughs> yeah. name it. Like, not miners, like kids. Like, yeah, yeah, miners, miners. miners. Like yes, the, the pick, not the tot. But I don't think they use picks anymore, man. They don't. <laughs> I've never been in a mine <laughs> before, so shows how much we know for being in a mining town, right? But I mean, they could also like be talking about their shafts, right? <laughs> They're the shaft men. That's exactly what I thought about them. But anyways, seeing... If you know anything about Boissonos, you know the shaft men means something. <laughs> it means something. <laughs> so, somebody somebody would know that. I, I feel like your brother would really be like... He would jump all over that. Are you talking about my, are we talking about my brother's dick or... No, yeah. <laughs> your brother would jump all over the shaft. Yes, oh, of course. Okay. Would he jump all over the shaft men? Uh, Who knows? Depends which one. <laughs> Joe DeMarco? All or none. <laughs> <laughs> but w- I digress, or is that? Uh, I don't know if I'm using that. That was like that was super. I digress. That's correct. Um, what, what I was originally saying is that it's we see this kind of evolution of there's the really young and new bands and young guys doing young stuff, and then you got the old guys do still doing their stuff, and I I can't help but feel that. You just lose some intensity as you get older. No, like, am I? I think, I think some. Maybe, maybe it's like you lose mobility, and that <laughs> oh, kind yes. of affects your intensity. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Do you, do you, you feel the same are you, way? Are you losing it right now? Do you find oh, Jesus that Christ, you're not? Yeah, man. But is that because? But when, but you when you change? were younger, did you feel like? Did you feel like you would lose that ever? No, because I don't feel like. I mean, like, if no. I live to be like fucking fifty or sixty or something. I'll probably still be like playing punk music, yeah. drinking beers every like day. Like Elvis? And shit. No, absolutely. I I, I don't Except disagree about that. It's not about the music you're making. It's that the toll it takes on you. Right. You know right. that I I feel, like, and I'm not even that old. Like I, might I was going to say, aren't much you only like? I'm no, I'm 30 years old, and I I feel like I still feel like it fucking hurts me, man. Like a hangover lasts like eight days now you know it's it's brutal try to go to work uh, on monday after getting drunk on friday and it's just it's but horrible I don't my, know. my question is 
when you play in other bands now. So you, sure. you know, LaForge have been going on for X amount of years. Yeah. And we're going to stop talking about the punctual alcoholics now, I guess. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, important. But you saw playing with them or you still play with them. But like when you go and play with some of these other bands or you do some of these other gigs. Yeah. Do you have a bit more excitement in those gigs because it's something new, different? And because they pay well. They pay well. <laughs> <laughs> well said, man. Uh, well done. I, I would suggest to every musician out there, every idealistic musician out there, join a cover band. It's awesome. Just make money. <laughs> but not just any cover band. Join an old man rock cover band. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. People want to listen to that. And, oh, yeah. and from what sure. I understand, you guys mostly play weddings and stuff. Well, I mean, we played a few, one wedding. Oh, okay, or all right. two weddings. All right. Misinformation. That's a, that's I a lie. We we have played two weddings. <laughs> they and, were up uh, for the uh, Boisno wedding, and uh, it did not work out. No, <laughs> unfortunately, we we lost to the chef. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, I don't know. Like I, I I feel like it's a lot of fun to to still keep writing music and doing that kind of stuff. I just find uh, maybe it's the lack. You start to lose. The angst. Having time. Yeah, maybe it's the angst. You turn into an old man who pays taxes and fuck. You start getting pissed off about the government and shit like that. Which I guess if you're a young punk, you're supposed to be pissed off about the government too. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, it's almost yeah. like a catharsis, man. When you're, is that the right word? When you're sure. a young punk, you can be pissed off at the government. And then when you turn old and you actually start paying taxes, you can turn into an old punk and really bitch about the government. <laughs> they're, still, they're taking money right out of our pockets, or, right and left. Yeah, or you when, essentially become a, a left-leaning communist punk to a, wait a second, don't take my fucking money, this is bullshit, uh, old man punk. Or when you're young, you, you, you can make a choice, right? You, so you're a young punk, you're 16 years old, you're like, I'm a fucking pissed off punk, but blah, 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 I'm going to go to college because... You know, whatever. I'll say fuck the system and learn all this activism. Then you go in debt, and <laughs> then you start paying taxes and become really pissed off. Or you could take a left and just be a true punk and be all homeless. And it's very true. You know, I, I have a few friends who live quite comfortably that are older than me, being you know couch surfing homeless people. Quite comfortably, not, not, not financially comfortably, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but just well, maybe, not, not maybe financially comfortable. They're, it's but a nice couch. I'll, I'll say from just experience. Nice. Couch surfing ain't all bad. No, no, and and, and you know what? I'm, I'm sure there there's a time there there's a time to do it, and a time that that kind of you know works for everybody. And some people kind of take it a lot longer than than I guess most people would. But I'm sure, like I I know I couldn't couch surf today. Yeah, wake, I mean, wake if, up with a kink in my neck, and it might know. not be fun forever. <laughs> Well, fun, or fun. wake up on the couch with my two kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, man. <laughs> okay, daddy's got to go to the liquor store. Right. <laughs> couch surf with my kids again. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> no, I, it's it, it's it's cool to see that every, you know people kind of take it in their own direction. But I mean, when you got responsibilities and shit, yeah, that that's not that's not a choice for people, right? Like you can't. Could you still be? The fucking uh, well, I mean, idealistic I, punk. I, well, <laughs> living on the street. <laughs> if I can be honest with you, man, I just bought a house like okay. in September, and since then, like our songwriting and like oh, it's increased uh, tremendously. Like jamming together and just fully wanted to do fun punk rock things. I like, get wasted every weekend and. Yeah, it's definitely more now. Do all that you shit. Because you got a space. Because you yeah, got a yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. before this, before Tori bought his house. We were just like in TJ's garage getting drunk in the middle of winter and it was cold. It was oh, really cold. Man. And you're and you're probably like pissing some people off, just noise oh, oh, and like Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever, he says. <laughs> no, man. Nice and tin shed. The walls oh, are about boy. that thin. Oh, boy. The neighbors must have loved you yeah. guys. Get the propane ripping and crank it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So you became a homeowner, like, recently. So you must be pissed off completely now like oh, just seeing so how mad. much you're getting fucking raped on taxes and water bills and you know we had the mayor in here and i gave him a fucking piece of my mind oh you totally did i i totally fucking did ass I mean, I, I, jesus christ mcgee has like you know the most bad dead is, set political views you know until this is bullshit until anyone from any level of government shows up and he's the biggest kiss ass there is the period bitch. And I'll say I didn't, but anyways. Well, dude, Black's going to see this shit, and now he's going to know you were bullshitting him the whole time. Oh, no. He's, he's, already, he's already watched us complaining about him or, or talking. No, actually, I think I think we've, in general, been very uh, complimentary yes, to overall. Mr. Black. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm on the same side. His worship. For most yeah, things. His, his turnship, as uh, uh, someone yeah. would call him. Anyways, we'll stay off that topic. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, like that, that, so you've, you've obviously kind of seen where that, that kind of takes you, right? Like you become a homeowner, you, you got fucking grass to mow, you got tax bills to pay, you got shit to do. It's, uh, also it depends on where you live. Cause I don't have a lawn. <laughs> Man, I need to see this house. <laughs> just pave my. I'm gonna pave, pave your lawn. Just pave it. I yeah. think everybody would save a lot of money, and you know, carbon tax included, with uh, your fucking gas lawnmowers. Yeah. If you just paved your fucking lawn, yeah. I wonder, I wonder what the carbon footprint <laughs> is of paving your lawn. <laughs> yeah. But there's no carbon sink. You don't have the grass taking in carbon dioxide. Or Bam! Whatever, which carpet science. is science. Oh, science? That's science. Yeah, that's a little know. too scientific for me. Anyways, but uh, I have a question. Uh, we've had uh, other, we have you know other bands, and we've had uh, uh, it was the uh, all the wasted years. We also had uh, oh those guys. Yeah, oh those guys. <laughs> we had uh, uh, Mr. Kenny from uh, the working class, and so we've we've discussed with some people uh, the local you know music scene and art scene. I uh, I would like to know what you guys think about the uh, the current uh, music scene in Timmins. Uh, and since you guys are a bit of the quote unquote younger generation, uh, do you is there a an increase, or do you do you see? Are there very few of you within the, the the scene? Like, and do you see it growing or slowing down? What do you guys see? I think it's growing uh, quite a bit, actually. From from what I see, anyway. I mean. Uh Definitely the working class and, and you know, they're doing a lot for the, like, especially punk music scene in this town, let alone, like, other music styles as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, they definitely have been putting on lots of shows and, you know, getting more young guys out there. And, and I mean, bands like us, we try to bring as many people out as we can who are young people and try to get them into that kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've I think I think it's going really well. Um. I think the best thing that could have happened to this town as far as music goes, and this isn't to kiss anybody's ass or anything, was that venue opening. Because mm -hmm. ever since it has, you know, they've only been like open for, what, a year? A year and a half? Yeah, and, a year and a half. About that. I think it was July last summer, right? Eh? Yeah. yeah. And I, when I moved back to town, I've been here for three or four years now, and it was just in the last year that I've seen a tremendous spike in entertainment and not only live music but theater productions they mm -hmm. have uh stand-up comedy with rick lemieux who mm -hmm. you guys had on yeah. this show and they're just they're an entertainment venue like i i think they're a really really good entertainment venue and they got a really good thing going on especially if you're young and 
you know, you want to get creative with things. And they're very, very easy people to work with, which, which yeah, very, also helps. Yeah, very open to ideas. And uh, you can, they're easy to talk to and that kind of a that kind of thing. So they're, they're doing a lot for this community, I think in that sense. Absolutely. And I think it, it speaks to a bit of a larger conversation too. Like, um, we've talked a lot about this on the podcast about how there's the group of people in Timmins who are doom and gloom about, you know, kids going to shut down, shut your doors, fucking let the tumbleweed go down, down the road and just, you know, kiss your ass goodbye. And then there's a whole other group of people that are seeing these young entrepreneurs, start up these businesses like even the full beer brewing who we've had on the show um uh, radical gardens brianna from there uh throwing the bacon fest right like uh the the working class guys even with the uh, heart of gold fest starting their 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 festival there there's all sorts of initiatives happening in the community and that's just a signaling of people having a willingness to invest their time, their efforts, their resources into the community. Now, these aren't the large employers of your, you know, seeing the the, the big in- industries that are coming in, but it's showing some kind of vibrancy, you know, like people who, who feel passionate about living here and to some extent are planting roots, you know, starting these, these organizations. So it's a, to me, I, I'd, I'd rather... St- you know, count myself on the ladder of those groups. So I think definitely, I think the biggest thing to, well, not the biggest thing, but I think all of what you just said and, you know, all these new businesses spreading out, it also gives the city a lot of character Mm -hmm. as opposed to, um, you know, before when we didn't have such awesome independent entrepreneurs, um, doing their thing around Timmins, it was very dead. There wasn't really a lot of, how should I say it? Panache. Culture? Culture. Yeah. yeah. There, there, there wasn't a lot wasn't of, much going on. There wasn't a lot of like culture or anything like that. And, you know, the Radical Gardens crew are also taking steps to, you know, further that entrepreneurship, throwing things like Bacon Fest mm-hmm. and partnering with the working class. I think a lot of businesses, especially locally sourced businesses, mm-hmm. would do well to partner with each other. And, you know, you, you never know what you can accomplish. Like you said, it's not going to be anything massive. But yeah, and I, I, I mean, there's a lot of uh, talented people in this town, whether it be music or art or uh, whatever, whatever the case anything. is, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot that can be done. And I think there's a lot of people who, who, who want to see that happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like you were saying how there's kind of two groups, mm-hmm. like the first, like people who are like, oh, you know, this town's garbage and all this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, you need to go out and, and find something to you know, be a part of. Yeah. And, and you know what, to some extent, I, I don't think that it's uh, so much people saying this town is garbage. It's people saying this town ain't what it used to be. Yeah. And it really isn't, it, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. It's, it, it'll never be what it used to be. It'll never be that the, the mining, well, I mean, it's still a mining city. It's the dominant industry. It's, it's still what's going on, but it, it won't be that town where everybody works at the mine and that's it. There's, there's a lot of people because that uh, through technological advancement and just efficiencies and even a downturn like the way that these businesses do it they don't employ as many people as they used to they used to employ like everybody in or or you used to have like a mill in smooth rock falls that employed everybody in the town that kind of economy is not really coming back anymore it's a you're going to have to see these kind of this kind of piecemeal patchwork of that's a little bit more like bigger cities an economy like that can also be extremely dangerous too 
like in a sense of course. where like if, if you're employing the entire town, should your business go under, you're putting an entire town out of work. Yeah. Boom and bust, right? Boom and bust. Exactly. So I think that having small businesses to fall back on in terms of revenue for the city and in terms of um, just, you know, uh, enlarging the city's character and like it's, it's attractiveness definitely speaks volumes to what it used to be before. Yes. All right. Uh, Sorry, Jason. <laughs> I, I was listening. I was just trying to get his attention, but I do want to, uh, I want Corey to think about another question here to ask you guys. Uh, while he thinks about that, he's going to restock you guys on beer. Oh, yeah. Sure, you guys must even, be running even low. Our, our, our two, uh, even our two fabulous our two uh, audience members. Should we call you guys the rhythm section? Or? <laughs> while we uh, do that, we will, uh, I will uh, discuss the, uh, the beer we are having tonight. All right. Tonight's beer is Xingdao beer from, I think it's, uh, yeah, from China. I can't remember where. It's from the Guingdao Brewery in uh, China. Uh, it's a 4.5% lager. It's uh, pale cold color, aromas of green apple, pear, cereal, and white flour. On a palate, it is a light medium bodied and lightly carbonated with subtle flavors of apple, biscuit, and a lightly bitter finish. It's, uh, so it's a Chinese uh, lager. Uh, I've had this before. Uh, I'm not much. Uh, like I, I don't don't know really what to say about it. Uh, beer advocate uh, is giving it an overall sixty six score or a poor score. But the uh, the actual raters of the general public at the beer advocate are giving it an eighty four or a good score. The bros, the bros, the bros. Okay. Wait, a sixty six score? That's like poor. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I'm poor. not sure what they're. Hey, I don't know what. what 33. I passed high 100. school with a 66. Oh yeah, no. no I'm I, just, I got I a didn't pass high school. I got a university with like a 50, if that. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure what their scores. I, I think it might. It's probably similar to a Rotten Tomatoes type thing, or 70, or I think like a 70 is a, uh, a fresh or whatever. Actually, Rotten Tomatoes is even Average. lower than that. Yeah, but uh, I'm not sure what their limit is. But poor. It's not bad. Uh, it's. An easy drink if you want to try something yeah. different, but you are are stuck on lagers. You're someone who likes uh, Coors and uh, Canadian, all that. Uh, it's, it's an easy drink. You'd be able to drink it. Uh, I do think there's one issue that it has is that uh, I don't think it's a very popular beer. So often, if you go pick this up at the beer store or Lickbo, it will be. Uh, it might have sat for a while, and since they are pretty clear bottles, uh, you might get some of that skunky uh, flavor and. Uh, I do think uh, this this might uh, not going to say reek of it a bit, but it uh, it might uh, there might be a hint of it. Uh, but overall, it's pretty easy. But I would have to give it a five. That might that might be the flavor as well, right? It could be. Yeah. But I, I I do believe it suffers from that. Just like if yeah. you go to a bar and you go like any of the light like, bottled beers, often you'll get a skunky beer because mm. those don't yeah. go. The Coors Canadians don't go nonstop. Yeah. But usually the light bottled beers and stuff that's not as well known gets that skunky. Uh, Unfortunate, unfortunate, uh, you know, situation. But uh, I w- honestly, I would give this a five. A five? Yeah, yeah five I, out of ten. You know what? I'd have to say, um, yeah, it's it's not typically what I drink. I drink uh, beers that you almost have to chew. <laughs> it's no, I, I mean thicker stuff, and and uh, I'm I'm more partial to ales. But as far as lagers go, like it's it's not a bad beer. Uh, I mean. It's not a good beer, but it's not a bad beer. Uh, I, I'd probably stick with like 
I'm gonna go five and a half just to <laughs> just just to be different. Um, as always, we like to kind of throw it to our guests as well to give uh, you know what their impressions of the beer are and uh, what you guys would rate it out of ten. Well, uh, I mean, I'm I, I am kind of a logger guy, preferably, mm-hmm. and I do drink a lot. Uh, <laughs> I am somewhat of an expert in the field. Yeah, yeah, and and that being said, I mean, we all did. We're twenty one. I'm not picky. We all take a lot. I'm not. I'm not a picky person when it comes to alcohol, uh, but it is actually going down quite nicely, mm. and I, I'd have to give it a seven. I think. Really? Yeah, okay. Seven. seven. You right. know what? I think I would probably drink it again. <laughs> so he's gonna pick it up again. Hey, <laughs> you know what's another knock against this thing? Three hundred and thirty milliliters. Ooh, just went down to a six. (laughs) (laughs) You got to drink that many more. All right, Tori, what do you think? What are your thoughts on the Tsingtao beer lager? Xingdao. Xingdao? Yes. uh, You know how to pronounce it? Yes, I looked it up. Xingdao. Xingdao. I I think it tastes really light. It kind of reminds me of uh, like a Peroni or I don't know, something a little bit. Uh, a little bit more exotic flavored, I guess. I like how you said Peroni there, because that's the <laughs> that's the other beer I was looking at uh, uh, that I was going to pick up tonight. So when, when McGee picks lager. up beer, he picks up the cheaper stuff. I uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's hey, disagreeing. Peroni is like fourteen bucks for a six pack <laughs> of bottles. Like, yeah, it's brutal. It's not, uh, which it's, is why it's not he cheap. went up to Shingdao. Like, what, what does this go for? It, you, you had it on the liquor store that earlier. That was wrong. That like, was not right. It said 10 yeah, bucks. I'm yeah, sure it's it like 10 something for a six pack. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Well, it's not yeah, kind so of going rates. But uh, as far as taste goes, it's pretty smooth. I mean, I don't know what they were fucking talking about when they said it tastes like biscuit. Like, <laughs> yeah. There are so many different flavors of biscuit. It's like, what kind of biscuit are you feeding me, China? Beer, <laughs> but, beer biscuit. <laughs> beer biscuit. <laughs> uh, as far as a, you know, a beer goes, I'm going to give it like... A six point two five. A six point two five. Man, that is a very specific rating. Not something I drink. Specific we've had on the beer and bullshit (laughs) podcast. Not something I drink a hundred of. But if I was going to like a fun party or like a dinner party or something, I'd probably bring it just to try and impress people. And Ah, I I drink a hundred to show that you're cultured. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, have you guys tried uh, Full Beards uh, Five O'clock Shadow yet? I have. Yeah, what'd you think of it? It's actually quite. I like it. Yeah? Are you saying it. that just no, because no, no. he's from Timmins and everybody's well, got to like maybe, it? Maybe he lives in Timmins. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is, a, it is a pretty good beer. Yeah. And local is good as well. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like live local and uh, really support any of that stuff, except maybe Dabrowski's. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Whoa. Derps. Whoa. No, Whoa. no, I'm just kidding. We know the guy. <laughs> we're, we're very good friends. <laughs> I was going to say, no, they have a mean bad. fucking oh, no, Montreal smoked great. meat, man. Until he comes on this podcast we'll and gives him. us a sandwich, we are going to talk shit about him nonstop. Do you think he's going <laughs> to be the first guest to give us swag, a.k.a. sandwiches? We did get swag <laughs> from one person. Who? Oh, Daily. Daily gave Daily us gave swag. Daily yeah, gave us the See? Nike Rockstar. There we go. We've been complaining about not getting yeah. swag. Well, <laughs> we've been Daily. getting a lot of beer companies actually liking our stuff, which is kind of cool. Uh, but uh, yet to receive any swag. And uh, mm. we are totally doing this 100% for swag. For swag. <laughs> Dude. We, are, we will sell out in a second Dude, if someone just, gives us stuff. Here's what you do. You pitch them an episode of your show. Like you say, hey, like Paps Blue Ribbon or something. Send us a banner and we'll have it 
displayed like on camera and shit. And also they will send, send us, you like, so much goddamn swag. Beer. It is insane. <laughs> maybe Pabs, but I mean like we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe Pabs. <laughs> I, I don't know. I we're super cultured. Like, PBR. <laughs> Muskoka is not sending us anything. Yeah. <laughs> no. These days, but uh, you know what? I would love to get something from Muskoka. That would be. Any of those Ontario beers, man. Yeah. I'll be down yeah. for it. You know what, though? Uh, uh, to be fair, John did say, John from Full Beard <laughs> did ask us to follow up and he was going to get us some swag, but uh, we never did. I know. But <laughs> we are. We are horrible people. But, uh, but we'll yeah. be there soon. We'll be there doing a live one there. Uh, that's well, we're working on it. Hopefully, it yeah. works out uh, when he's uh, ready. And uh, that, yeah, when they're up fun. and running, I think we're going to get. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a tour and maybe oh, some yeah. samples. Be better. Yeah. Here's what you do, man. If you want to get free swag, just use a home printer and print out uh, <laughs> sheets of the beer companies you like, and just, just hang them on the wall and be like, "Look, we're promoting <laughs> we're you. Sponsor, Send us real swag." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that I mean that that seems to work for other people, but uh, no, that's uh, that, that's some good ideas. We'll have to take take that into consideration. So before we we got into this whole beer thing, we were talking about you know the the status of culture in Timmins and how things seem to be growing in some people's eyes and seem to not be growing in other people's eyes. And I think all of this has kind of come into a fucking collision. Uh, with the star, with be. the stars and thunder festival, oh, oh, yes. which is I, a uh, I fucking have, hot topic. I friends. have never seen a town of forty five thousand people more fucking divided <laughs> on a recreational fucking event. It, Jesus, I'll be calm the fuck down. Hey, excuse people. me. We also have a pool that's being proposed. Well, yeah, that might be. <laughs> that is also. I don't know if it's. It's you know what we're saying. It's super divided. I still don't know if it's a vocal minority who's super against it. We don't or, know. Or is it everyone? Because, like, you know, we're not going to be new, doing no census to make sure to see who, who liked it or not. But there are we people should. who really, really against it. But I think I don't know. So if you go online, you go and, you know, we all check out Facebook. We check out some of these, you know, local Facebook pages. Usually it's the same X amount of people who are uh, commenting on whatever yeah. page it is. Yeah. And it's the same page after page, same people who will first ones to jump on it. So, are we? Is it a, uh, a? Are they speaking on behalf of a larger uh, subsect of the population, or is it just the same? I think a lot of people who are against it. Um, well, some some people just think it's like this is ridiculous. Why are we spending all this money? Not really realizing the nature of it. It's not like the city's forking out three million dollars and not like just kind of giving it away, right? Like this is three million dollars that they've already they've already sold two point eight six million. Yeah. In tickets, so I mean, the yeah, things the almost paid off already, right? Back, yeah. um, I I think some people are upset about it, the the way that it was set up, like these single source contracts and that kind of stuff. There's there's a lot of talk about how this kind of stuff should have went to RFP, and then there's a big debate about how you can't fucking do RFP with bands, and that's like you can't just put out a fucking tender and say, Bands. sorry, I'm missing your acronym. What's what's RFP? Uh, requ- request for proposal. So it's uh you you put a request out there for people to bid on people to bid. Oh, so like let's this. say if it's like well we're gonna be doing uh we need someone to do snow plowing. 
Let's get uh, we we want people to to bid on. We'll give you we'll pay you if you want to do snow plowing here. Uh, the contract's going to be X amount of dollars. Who's going to bid? Who's gives us the best price? And then you know we have companies like Miller, companies like whomever else. So all right, let's work. We can do this work for two hundred thousand dollars. All right, here's the you guys get the contract. So you have to put it out there for people to bid on. So yeah. it's like so for something like this. Oh, we want to bring bands in. Let's put this RFP. I say, all right, who <laughs> yeah, wants to play here for and a how much? Dollars. How much you want to yeah, get paid yeah. for? It's like, ding well, ding yeah, ding yeah, ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not how you know. That's not how those are done. For like music acts are not done that way. It's, yeah, you, well, have, you, you know have to what find makes them. You know what? Next year when Rick Dubo. No, sorry, not next year. But year maybe after. the year is it the year after? Yeah. Uh, it's 2018. So it's, 20, be, in 2018, when, when Rick Dubo was mayor, oh, fuck. and he's throwing his uh, stars and thunder, um, I I would encourage when he puts out the RFP, or, or when they put it, when that council puts out the RFP, I would encourage any local band to put in a bid yeah. for a million dollars. Guys, let's fucking you know? put in a bid for <laughs> we'll, a we'll million bucks. <laughs> no, no, that'd be awesome. Everyone, everyone do a million. And you you hook up with one of the bands that you only bid for seven hundred thousand, and then you split with that band because oh, you just excellent. worked out. So everyone else says a million. Well, these guys, you know, the punctual alcoholics said uh, a seven hundred thousand. Is this Dude, not the definition what? of you know collusion? How much, yes, it is. <laughs> Do you know how much fucking alcohol we could buy for a million dollars? How much Shingdao you can buy for? Do you, do you know how much Shing Dao you can fucking wait, buy wait for a million dollars? Ten bucks a six pack. I can tell you exactly. <laughs> we'll do the math. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough Shing Tao. TJ's asking, is there enough Shing Tao in the world to for a million bucks? For a million bucks, yeah, I'm sure you can like figure it out. All the Shing Tao. Hey, there's China. enough anything like the in the world if you got a million bucks. They'll make it. <laughs> They'll figure it out. No, but I mean, like uh, a lot of these things, and, and you're right, Jay. That that um, this stuff online, you don't know. You can't tell. If the it's really popular opinion, it seems like it's popular opinion. But I mean, I don't comment on any of this shit because I don't want to fucking get into that. And how many people feel like that as well? Right? The, the they thing, just yeah. kind of sit back and they go like, "Whoa, look at these fucking crazy people <laughs> saying crazy shit." You know? The thing with that is, like, Facebook is so touchy at this point that you comment on anything that has to do with public. You're gonna mm. get twenty replies on your your fucking yeah, feed as to why you're right, why you're wrong, why you're kind of right, yeah. and kind of wrong, and like, and to the point that you were kind of trying to say is that it's probably you make a comment like that, uh, whether it's good or bad towards whatever you're commenting on, mm -hmm. but you're gonna get those twenty replies, but it's gonna be those probably twenty people who go around to every post and and reply right. yeah. and, and say, you know what? Ah, this wrong. is my opinion. You know what? This is bringing up something really good. I, if you can find it online, there's an exchange with charlie recently that kind of i don't know i've been struggling with this for like two days and it's really kind of made me a little bit is on the book to faces yeah or? yeah it's on okay. facebook it's on facebook he posted an article about uh and you might have seen it it's something about how uh youtube had suggested that oh, he yeah. Yeah. he watch a holocaust deniers documentary or something like that like some fucking crazy shit about uh, Holocaust denial, right? <laughs> and uh, so heavy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Hey, no I'm come, I'm come from a long line of Holocaust denial. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! You better be kidding. Uh, if Charlie's listening to you, you better be fucking kidding because uh, if once you read this exchange, oh, you're I saw, fucking I saw, yeah. like I he obviously feels very strongly about this topic because uh, there are some people that kind of. Um, they, because I guess one lady made the comment that um, Donald Trump had utilized uh, America First, and that being 
a something that or a tagline that had been used by the Nazis. Okay, and then one guy kind of replied and said, "You people will stop at nothing to just shut down anybody who doesn't agree with you." And um, <clears throat> calling people Nazis is just you know. Like, whenever some people hear Nazis, they just go like, oh, Jesus Christ, this fucking person's oh, calling Nazis me a Nazi again. again. <laughs> Fuck, they're calling me a Nazi and like, or they're calling somebody they don't dis- they disagree with as a Nazi. Um, which, had they read the article at the very beginning, it, it kind of would have provided a little bit more context. Like, these are people who are actually saying that the fucking Holocaust didn't happen. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously in the West, we've kind of all decided that this is a very dangerous idea (laughs) to be spreading. We've actually made it a crime to deny the Holocaust. Now, some people, and I would still consider these people not necessarily all that crazy. These are just people who value things like free speech. You know, they, they see that kind of law as being a slippery slope thing, right? Like, if you silence people who want to fucking spout these stupid, crazy ideas about how the Holocaust didn't happen, well, what's the next steps? You know, silencing people who also Whatever, yeah. are saying stupid shit, right? I, I get that a lot. Like, where people are like, oh, First Amendment, like, this is a fucking free country. I can mm-hmm. say whatever I, I want. Whatever I want. But, like, you know, it's... <laughs> Say whatever you want, but, but, like, read your fucking room. Like, just yeah, because yeah. you can say something doesn't mean you, you should. should. Yeah. And, I like, mean, just because you say that it doesn't happen, and I mean, if you're talking First Amendment, I can say, yes, it did. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, um, you know, that, that, that somebody piped up in there and just kind of said, this is a free speech issue, you, you know, you guys will just fucking shut anybody up, right? Um, the guy was kind of not really picking the right battle here because like this is the the perfect example of something that if we're going to criminalize any kind of speech as hate speech like this is just the best thing to to do that right like <laughs> all right so the the comment was after someone said posted this is how uh uh, you see it, the right? Nazis, uh, the Nazis views this type of stuff is that this is the height of stupidity <laughs> and public correctness that Trump needs to shut down. You people will do or say or twist anything that'll get your agenda across. Put America first is pretty generic term, but you make it a Nazi slogan. There's only so many words in the English language. <laughs> Yeah, true. Okay, yeah, uh, but maybe. I mean, there's so many words in the fucking French language, but you yeah. spout off hate speech in yeah. French yeah. and English, it still get fucking hate speech. Maybe man. he could have spiced it up with keep America's interest primary, so that is, <laughs> so that he didn't trigger you extreme paranoia. Uh, Your ex- no, you extreme paranoia. He misspelled. He misspelled. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, yeah. See, and see, and and that that, that was speech. a fucking like like really. Yeah, uh, taking re- it too far. Had, no, well, had the guy. Re- I don't know <laughs> that he maybe. read the article. This is a good a good answer from Charlie. Buddy says same buddy. Death to free speech. Yeah, I know. I know. Charlie says Facebook allows for a, a gradation of stupid comments on serious issues. However, there is a special class of stupid that cheers on deniers of Nazi murder machine as free speech. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, but if you want to cheer on the deniers of the mass murders of innocent families in Eastern Europe in the name of free speech, you can do well, you can go on someone else's page. There are a lot of pro-Nazi sites that love this shit. Charlie uh, Angus, the guy's so badass, he has he two badass. first names. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't cheer them on or agree with them. I just respect the right see, to reveal the stupidity see, freely. Okay, I'm just going to stop you there for a second because this is the only part of the exchange where I felt like, okay, 
like had you kind of framed your comment in this yeah. and not just been like you guys are fucking ah, just yeah. being stupid and calling everybody Nazis um this like this idea that the right to reveal their stupidity freely and like that's the free exchange of ideas right uh, stupid ideas get exposed you counteract it with with knowledge and you don't have to call it, counteract it with a punch to the face or uh fucking silencing people right it's just uh, this well, idea of free exchanges now now i hold on not one second because sure. if a fucking punch in the face is warranted <laughs> You should definitely do it. Okay. People say violence isn't the answer. They should change that to violence isn't the answer sometimes. <laughs> all the, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, all right. Perfect example. Uh, I saw a, Vice, Richard a Vice article. Yeah, yeah. Richard Spencer got punched in the face. You saw the Vice article where he said that we talked to an oh, ethicist. Oh, dude. The dude fucking decked him. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he really did deck him. But and, and you know what? Everybody probably found that oddly satisfying. However, it wasn't this, oddly. It, it was. It was, it was very okay, satisfying. Sorry, not oddly satisfying. Did you see the satisfying. Bruce Springsteen mashup they made to it, where he's getting decked, and it's like, "Born in the USA, I was born in the." It's awesome. Bring that up, Jay, if you can. Um, but uh, but really, it, you know, the, this idea that we're gonna punch people in the face for spouting ideas, um, I, I can't help but feel uncomfortable about that. You know. Or if I mean, if one guy punches one guy in the face, that's a different story, and yeah. everybody can kind of just silently go fist, you know, fist bump that guy. But uh, <laughs> but as far as like making this how we deal with oh, no, the yeah. shitty ideas, uh, you know, that's that's. That's, yeah, no, that's, a that's not a society I want to Violence and hate only you know. feeds more violence. Exactly, hate, exactly. Because what you do is you push these people off into the fringes, and then they, you know, they get their time to just kind of well, simmer. That's, that's and how you radicalize people. people exactly, exactly. You know, so it, it's this idea of engaging people and saying, "Yeah, okay, how did you come about?" It? Well, the the slogan, right? Love Trump's hate. You know, love love Trump's hate. So as soon as somebody's uh, somebody's spouting something hateful, give them something to love, right? Yeah, like give them something to love, engage them. And Why, I think like, that's a much better way to go about than like as an example, punch someone in the face. Yeah. You know what I mean? In in like ninety percent of situations. We'll you you political correct <laughs> pussy. No no. Thank you. I mean, I mean I'll Christ. still punch someone in the face. You know what? I want to make this quick point about uh, physical you know violence. What? You know what, Corey? Jason, if, don't talk to me. You have no, never no. experienced Wait physical violence in your life. <laughs> if, I played hockey with you growing up my entire life. If more people were like you, you know, we'd all be goose stepping and talking Nazi now. You know, <laughs> do you think your grandfather wanted to give love and you know and and, and understanding before? Storming the beaches of Normandy. Fucking no. always, over it's in his grave. Had a, he had a whiskey, went out there and killed him some Nazis. <laughs> it's always it's always That's the grandpa talk, eh, on here. Yeah, exactly. It, every time this situ- this topic uh, even broadly comes up, the from the ones that I've whiskey watched, in the always, boat. Your grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> your grandpa would not. Oh my my grandfather was a sympathizer. That's why. <laughs> it was, it was, can't really talk about that. Oh, we we probably that that felt dead. <laughs> Oh god. Uh about physical <laughs> violence though. I I was like <laughs> the beaches of Normandy. That's funny. That's funny. Uh but but the the to speak to the whole punch in the face thing. You know, you talk about like violence not being the answer. Here's a different context for you. I think there's a couple things that every um and I'll I'll be a little misogynistic here, but every man should learn in their lives. There's two moments you should learn for, that from being punched in the face and one 
is throwing a punch that no 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 just from being punched in the face not throwing a punch but learning that you're not made of glass and also being hit so hard that you learn that you're pretty fucking fragile <laughs> that was the most dad answer i've things. ever heard in my life <laughs> those two things man like you get hit in the face and you fucking come through it you're like yeah, yeah man yeah. I'm, I'm fucking i'm not made of glass you know i'm fucking taking a punch and then getting hit so fucking hard that it fucking rocks you and you go like jesus christ i probably should not like antagonize people too much that's <laughs> like so getting close and hug them and hold them ne- in never know who's like what kind of power is behind yeah. somebody's fists right so those are my words of wisdom for tonight i should have saved that for like the end the quote <laughs> <laughs> the quote at the end quote of the day yeah so um i think that said you know we've covered uh political violence <laughs> enough uh that i think we can move on to Actually, something a little bit more lighthearted. but, wait, I, but sorry, before Tori, i move to on to something more lighthearted, when you say yeah i don't want to punch these people in the face the only reason i would go against you on that is because shit is happening in toronto right now to one of my best friends mm. because of alt-right sympathizers like and it's it's terrible they they got their home they almost got their home and venue taken away from them because of the alt-right their home and venue specifically their home and venue mike who's my best friend standing right behind me Mm -hmm. uh me and him visited our other best friend max who lives at this diy space called soy bomb okay and they've been running shows there there it's it's a beautiful apartment there's there's a half pipe in the living room like massive full half pipe they have a patio they're Jesus right Christ. they're right in the middle of downtown toronto it's a beautiful space beautiful venue and like there's people who live there and it operates as a venue and because of what happened at fuck i can't remember what it was called it was i think it was somewhere in carolina south carolina or north carolina with this uh venue that had like a diy space that had a fire in it they they had to shut it down because because of fire code issues. Okay. And anyways, as soon as Trump gets elected president, doesn't this fucking alt right group start shutting down venues around Toronto? And they're not doing it by like breaking into the venue and punching people in the face and you know saying you need to shut this fucking shit down. Dudes are going to the city and city officials are sympathizing with the alt right, sending fire marshals to these houses. Well, these DIY venues and saying, you guys aren't up to fire code. We're shutting you guys down. You can still live here, but you can't have shows. But you gotta- is that like, I understand like, so the, the these far right guys are going up to closies, which, you know, they're just being douchey. But, but are they up to code? But yeah. are they up to code? And is there still a public safety issue? And like, the- yeah, sure. These guys are bringing up like, it's, it's coming out of hate and coming out of, of air, like arrogance, but or arrogance, that's the word I want to say. Anyways, out of just douchebags. But... You know, I understand he's, you know, DIY type stuff. You know, it's cool. It's awesome. But is there a public are, safety uh, issue? Is there a public but, safety? But, but you know but, what I would say in, in situations like that, like that's where you learn what your community is made of. And um, I'm sure that, you know, uh, the community can amass some resources behind it and, and look to say, all right, you know what? What what do we need to meet? What yeah. standards do we need to meet to, to remain this place open? Because like, fuck, we're going to let the alt-right shut us down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the clincher man is at the end of the story like last week or something on monday they got an anonymous pa- uh package in the mail and it's it just said from the alt-right on top of it and it was a package about this big and they pulled it out and it was a trump poster and it said make america great again and then on the back it it, it said something like Jesus very Christ. Or some so a lot like of, so like so there's some harassment going yeah. on yeah and i think i think that kind of brings back the the slogan that you brought up of love trump's hate I mean, 
in that way, you know what I mean? The community in, in like that community, you know, needs to kind of try to come together as much as they can. Mm. That underground community that, that loves that DIY space and all this, right? And try to try to f- go against that, you know, and, and remain, keep their space open. And, and, and if it's not up to code, you know, try yeah. to get it up to code. And yeah, then, and then, you know, it's, it's a, that's the, scary shit though. The, like yeah, the thing that pissed know, me off the most some weird times. Oh, the, yeah. the thing that pissed me off the most about it is uh my friend who will remain nameless just for safety's sake. Uh I don't know if we have a lot of alt right <laughs> viewership, but uh still, we just only hope so. For safety's sake, we'll we'll just call him Tori's friend. Uh fuck, where is I going? Oh yeah. He he just said, you know, if you go to the city and you try and do all this fucking shit it's like you try approaching the city of timmins yeah as a bunch of you know punk rock well punk rockers who you know aren't smart and they're deadbeats whoop, and this is what the fucking alt-right is calling them and you try and approach them and say yeah this is the diy space and the other thing is it's got nothing to do with them yeah they're just doing it out of pure spite yeah. because they want to shut down douchebaggery right yeah yeah um, i guess it, Anyways, it becomes about piece. tactics well, on that note, <laughs> on that lighthearted note, well, uh, Jay uh, has an activity that he likes to kind of engage well, our guests we, into, uh, and we, I like this. We're, we're trying to this figure out games, fun. you know, so uh, we have a couple ideas that we're, we're, uh, we're going to be bringing some new type of little games to do with uh, with our guests, but right now we'll do kind of a, a, a favorite, and uh, we, we'll... Full have you disclosure. seen the Rotten Tomatoes game? Yeah, full disclosure. Oh, yeah. yeah, Rotten yeah, yeah. Tomatoes game uh, where you you have, you have to guess. What, I got to be uh, completely honest about this though. I do not watch a lot of TV or movies. Oh, so, so who here is good at movies? TJ, you want to fill fill in for me? Come on, come on, fill my spot. TJ will be in. And Calvin, how how are you with movies? Big movie guy. I'm Calvin. I mean, Tori. Tori, how are you? I'm pretty good with movies. Good voice. Okay. Me and TJ right. always talk in TV right. and movie quotes. All right. So you guys. Yes. All right. So all right. So we got TJ. The, uh, welcome we got to TJ. the show, man. How you doing? Not too bad yourself. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Can we uh, refill you guys before we start this? Uh, definitely. Sure. Everybody. Yeah. yeah Tori, you're good. So TNT, you're gonna play. So yeah. So we. Uh, TNT. Uh, this is yeah, not our. Uh, this, yeah, this is not an original game. Uh, this actually started on the Adam Corolla podcast, and we actually. Uh, we we like it. Fucking love that podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we decided, you know, like we'll do the same thing because it's a fun game. We do have a couple of neat ideas that we're going to be bringing up that this year. They're going to be, I think, a bit more entertaining. Not more entertaining, but it will be entertaining and at least original. Uh, so, but it's so what the game is. Is I will uh, uh, pretty well mention a movie, and you will have to guess what the Rotten Tomato score is by uh, in the overall critic score. Oh man! So so you know it's up to one hundred. You know so. Uh, uh, you guess if you get it right on, you'll get a five point deduction, which hasn't happened yet with us. So if it's an, uh, you know it's a ninety two and you say ninety two, you get five point deduction. So th- at the end of the game, whoever has the lowest score wins golf score. Cool. Golf. Right. What do we win? Uh, you will shit the honor. Another beer. <laughs> you win another beer. Dope. All right. So uh, ten- <laughs> the the theme of tonight's game is, uh, and this is. I don't know, it's kind of uh, Trump-esque and with the whole alternative facts and alternative... Uh, Let's call it you alternative know, facts. Uh, this is gonna be, list. These are all movies. Uh, <laughs> 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 alternative facts, I guess. Uh, but it's all uh, based on uh, kind of conspiracy theory type of related movies. 
Okay. All right. So uh, I don't have it on the screen right now because I'm, I'm hiding it so you guys don't see. Uh, so what we're going to do, uh, so I'm going to, we'll start with the first movie and uh, essentially we'll go through the uh, the table here, the, th- uh, the three of you, and uh, everyone will give them, give me their score. So the first movie. Wait, I must warn you guys, I'm terrible at this. So uh, <laughs> just so you know. I've never played, so. <laughs> I played three times and I'm still at that. <laughs> so the first movie, 1991. Ooh. Starring uh, Kevin Costner, JFK. JFK, okay, that's a classic. Um, is it an Oliver Stone movie? No. Uh, Was it? See, I'm. I'm Wait, you're allowed to ask questions about like the directors? No, 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 no but sure, you no, can. You know, I, I you can ask clarification. But we're doing this. Can on you a, use I'm it in this, a sentence? <laughs> I'm doing this on an angle just because it's uh, difficult to. Uh, uh, I don't want. Uh, I want to keep this. Not, uh, I want to keep it above board so uh, my, my friend Tori here will not uh, see off the screen. Okay, uh, I don't know, whoever whoever directed it, uh, who you tell directed me. It? Directed by uh, Oliver Stone, written by it. Oliver Stone and Zachary Sklar. Okay, all right, Oliver Stone. Um, all some people, okay, which, which rating are we looking for right now? Is it the view? We're the going critic score, we're doing critic overall score? critic score. What, right, what, if it, score. would it be, uh, you know, what score is it? Because by the critic score, that's what they decide is. Rotten or fresh? I'm Certified going, rotten or fresh. I'm going to go with a 94 and put Corey McGee down for a 94. Mr. TJ. I wasn't even born yet, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck We're Christ. projecting Fuck again, uh, Jay. Dude, about an 80. An 80. All right. I just want to say that right there. An 80. Tori? All right. I got like a one one hundred chance of getting this. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say ninety six. Kevin Costner, man. So it could be a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he wasn't as handsome as JFK, but uh, <laughs> fuck it. So then, back then, I imagine he must have been okay, mighty bring handsome. That up, bring that up I'm on the bring screen it up right now. Come on. JFK in nineteen ninety one was certified fresh at oh fuck yeah tree eighty four percent. Oh, TJ. you were pretty close, man. Oh, that was good, Fucking man. Four, you, you're boys. good at this. Okay. Passion. <laughs> Wasn't right. even born yet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's never even seen the movie. Says. There was a man named JFK. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. I'm not, not a good setup here. All right. Our next movie. E- oh, of course. All my, all my shit fell. There you go. All right. All right. Uh, we're, we're pros. Was uh, a two thousand? Nope. Sorry, a 1962 movie. Oh, Jesus Christ! Don't worry, Corey and I weren't worn at the live. Look, Corey might have been alive with that hair. <laughs> Fuck off! Man. Uh, I'm pretty sure my parents were born in 1962. Uh, Corey Graybush McGee. <laughs> uh, so, 1962. Boy, you would wish. <laughs> uh, directed by John than me, Frankenheimer. <laughs> Frankenheimer. Okay, what's the movie? It is. That sounds like a made-up name. The Manchurian Candidate. Oh, okay. Well, they remade this. Frank Hammond. They did remake it, but we're not going to remake. Um, no, Frank, I'm. Hammenheimer was that the same guy who made the atom bomb? No, that's Op, uh, Robert Oppenheimer. Okay, there's too many Heimers. Then. Right. Is it Robert so Oppenheimer? Mis- like Mr. McGee. Um. Fuck. I saw the remake. It was really good. It was. Denzel Denzel was in it yeah okay um 75 75 TJ I'm gonna go with 50 
<laughs> 50. Shooting super low. Oh, well, hey. You might Corey's. be right, man. You never know, man. Uh, you, didn't see my, you didn't see the paper for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tori's going to give it a four. <laughs> they did They did remake Solid it. Solid four. So. <laughs> this movie going? fucking sucks. What are you going for? Okay, have you heard the Manchurian Candidate? Have you heard that name before? Yeah. My okay. parents watched it when they were... <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> so... <laughs> they rented it at Blockbuster, a jumbo video. It was already a 40-year-old movie. Uh, it was jumbo video. They had free popcorn, okay? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say 66. Ooh. Nice even number. Well, what do we got? Manchuri Candidate. Certified fresh. Fuck off. Really? At 98%. Holy shit. Fuck off. All right. That must be a pretty good What are we watching tonight? (laughs) We'll go home and watch that. Oh, shit. The original. (laughs) The original. Who, Who played the original? Who starred in that? Uh, it was... Gracie Lou Freebush. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> give a shit. I got 91%. Lawrence Harvey, Frank Sinatra, Frank Angela Sinatra. Lansbury. Oh, of there you go. That's why. Had we, had we knew that uh, Murder, She Wrote, and uh, Frank Sinatra played in, in this, we I, I would have said... Uh, Could Frank Sinatra even act? Like, was he a good actor? Or, like, was he just like, Honey, let me sing to you. Like, like <laughs> he was already an established legend who could do no wrong by the time I was born. So that's that's pretty much what I remember of Frank Way Sinatra. Way before he reported. <laughs> no, no, but when I was born, like, yeah. people had already, I guess... Color TV was invented. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, become a running Our joke. next one is a 2008 movie. Oh, okay, right, Hold on. Hold <laughs> I remember on. who's starring. I can't remember who's starring this. Okay, directed by Pierre Travis, starring Dennis Quaid and Who is Matthew Dennis Fox. Quaid? Really? Okay, anyways, <laughs> I'm going to skip that. Vantage point. Vantage point. Oh, 2008. Um, I heard it was good, but I don't, I don't know. That was the really weird movie that was shot in a bunch of different perspectives, right? Yes, eight strangers that with eight different sense. points of view try to unlock one of the truth behind an yeah. assassination attempt on the president of the United States. Thomas Barnes and Ken Taylor are two Secret Service point. agents assigned to protect President Ashton. Wow, if you have a president named Ashton, it's, it's coming. It's, it's over. Coming. It's over. The, the it, bomb's it knows, coming. Yeah. Well, fuck, Anyways. if Donald Trump could get the nomination, Ashton Kutcher, like, <laughs> as vice, right? Why the fuck not? Vantage point. <laughs> Somebody, I, I heard somebody tell me it was good, but I'm pretty sure it was one of my mom's friends, so it's probably not that good. Um, let's say 56. TJ. Give that one like a hard 70, man. A hard 70. Hard 70. Dennis Quaid. Can't That's go wrong. true. I'm going to pull good. a Price is Right move and say 71. Oh, <laughs> man. See, this is the sh- this is the strategy portion that I still have not gotten. Vantage point is rated at rotten. Oh, yes. What? Yes. Thirty five percent. Wow! What? Fuck oh, my. that movie. <laughs> Maybe that's why we haven't seen Dennis Quaid in a movie in a couple of years. You know what? The audience oh, score was extremely reflective yeah, of mine. Sixty one. No, was it fifty seven? Oh, sorry. Fifty seven. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who is the staff at Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, that are like, oh, this fucking movie sucks? So Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> one what did they collect? <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes collects aggregate scores from uh, all different uh, uh, critics, but they do on good or bad. 
So you, if it's a good, it's a hundred, bad, fifth, uh, it's a w- one. So they collect, you know, from a hundred or a thousand different critics, and then gives you an overall score. Oh, okay. So if it's positive, it's a hundred, and if it's not positive, or if it's negative, it's a one. That's what it is. So you get both ends of the spectrum, yeah. and then they just average it out. Also, like, hmm. what do you need to do to become one of those critics? Because I imagine they make some good money. <laughs> so you're, you're thinking of a career move. Well, maybe. I mean... Leaving the punctual alcoholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not leaving the punctual alcoholics. I'm just saying leaving Pepsi, where I currently work. <laughs> you hear that, I really, employer? <laughs> really hope you didn't hear that, but... That's okay. <laughs> We've got a wider audience than you might think. Can you imagine handing in a resume or handing in your notice to your boss being like, fuck it, dude, I'm out. I'm going to be a film critic. At Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next film. All right. In 1993. Mm. What a golden Directed year. Directed by Alan Pacula. Starring Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington. Julia Roberts. The Pelican Brief. Oh, I've never seen this movie. <sighs> the Pelican Brief. Fucking Denzel, man. Embroiled in an affair with Thomas Callahan, her alcoholic professor, precarious 24-year-old Tulane University student, Darby, Julia Roberts, writes up an insightful theory about the recent murder of two Supreme Court judges, justices. That sounds like a Julia Roberts character. Oh, yeah. yeah, I play totally Darby. Julia. <laughs> 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 mm. No, it's it's got to be bad. 67. 67? 67. And uh, while everybody else talks, I'm going to go take a piss. DJ. 80, man. 80. Denzel. Yeah. I'm going to say 81. 81. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Denzel can act, boys. The Pelican Brief is rotten. Oh, oh. shit, dude. We got to stop going so high. Fuck, no shit, eh? Just because here, Denzel... At- if it's going to show up on the screen, there you go, 52%. Ooh. McGee was pretty close. I think it's because the uh, the cover of that looks very like Brandon Fraser and the Mummy sort of <laughs> color palette, you know? Okay. All right, our next one. Actually, I guess we'll wait till McGee. Uh, everyone's good on beer right now? Yep. Yeah. All right, all right. Corey, you can't hear us? No, you can't? All right. Anyways... Good time for uh, us talking shit about Corey. Okay. Uh, yeah. Poor father. Uh, <laughs> lousy homeowner. And uh, terrible husband. Not terrible it's going husband. Back, so I gotta yeah. stop. I, I see him hanging at, at the Alberts every yeah. fucking oh, all weekend. Time. Nice Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Corey. Oh, oh he's back. <laughs> all right. So uh, the last one was. Uh, you? uh, you're closer. Is 52. Oh, it sucked, eh? Oh yeah. Pelican brief. So the next one. <laughs> Garbage. 1997. Starring Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson. Holy another shit. Another Julia Roberts. Fuck. Rotten. Just saying Mel Rotten. Gibson made me fucking laugh. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> conspiracy theory. Okay. That's what the movie is called. <laughs> no, no conspiracy theory. Kind of oh. on the nose. <laughs> Guess um, what this movie is about. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> um, Mel Gibson is crazy but this was 90 what mel gibson plays all right it's uh 97 mel gibson 
Mel Gibson plays Jerry Fletcher in a New York City cab driver who seems to be absorbed, uh, who has absorbed every bit of crackpot information passed along as suppressed news, alternate facts, uh, that surfaced on on talk radio and on the internet in the past 20 years. Anti-United Nation militiamen who are actually UN operatives, NASA scientists, engineering earthquakes, Oliver Stone's secret life as a government agent. Anyways, so... So so it's about him just like in the future when he went crazy. Yes. Typical Mel Rule, man. Like in 97, he was still Riggs, right? So like... Too old for this This, shit. This is... 97 (laughs) Mel Gibson. This is big Mel Gibson. This is very, very... So Mel Gibson... Let me get this straight. Okay. Mel Gibson is a cab driver. Yes. Who has amassed a lot of information on crackpot theories that could <laughs> that, that what? Sorry. Like Was there, there a there, lot there, of conspiracy there. theories at this point in ninety seven? Like I feel I like all the bullshit oh, happened been, like post two thousand. Post nine eleven. There's always been stuff. Oh, I think about JFK moon landing. Oh, yeah. yeah good point. Yeah. Good point. That's yeah, true. People Holocaust deniers. But it's, over a while. <laughs> but, it's as soon, but it's as soon as the uh, the internet kind of came about there that, it helped. Uh, yeah. that it spread helped. the shit. We got right. remember, 97, you know, that's like the advent. Like, that's the beginning of uh, internet. Age. Internet. You know, that started. Yeah. You, you Geo City sites and all that. All right. Jeez. So, anyways, the uh, Spears Theory, uh, 1997. All Mr. Right. McGee. Um, 87. 50. Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts, eh? Fucking 20. 97 Julia 20. Roberts. <laughs> 97 yeah, that's Julia true. Roberts. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not, I can't change my answer. Yeah. In that's her it. prime, man. All right. So, yeah. somebody was two points off. What? Somebody's two points off. Ooh. Conspiracy theory. I don't even know what I said anymore. <laughs> was it me? It's rated. <laughs> Rotten. Rotten. Yes. Yes. At 52%. Oh. You said 87, Corey. <laughs> was it me? No. What did I say? 56, the last one? <laughs> Fuck me, man. I don't even remember. All Good right. job. Look at that, man. I, I, did, I, I didn't throw up on a screen, but whatever. <laughs> oh, All right. Fuck Julia Roberts. The next one. Like you'd fuck one Julia Roberts? One of my favorite or? movies. <laughs> like <laughs> Julia Roberts now or 97? Now and 97. Oh, now yeah. and What's 97. Yeah, I mean, 97 she's, tell she's now. aged well. Oh, you know? yeah. She is. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, 1994. Gotta say. Directed by Philip Noyce. Starring Harrison Ford and William Dafoe. This uh, is a. Th- Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe, sorry. <laughs> he might be watching. <laughs> I just see Willem Dafoe sitting in front of his computer. God damn no, it, they got my name. Bitch. Somebody else got my name wrong. <laughs> Willem. Uh, clear and present danger. Oh. This is a third film based on Tom Clancy's high-tech espionage pot boilers, starring CIA Deputy Director Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Harrison Ford <laughs> plays Jack Ryan. Harrison Ford. Returning also as played by Ben Affleck later on. Yes. Also played by Tom Cruise. Good yes. Point. Yeah. So, 1994, Clear and Present Danger. A Clear and Present Danger. That was a fucking Gonna awesome give movie. Give it a clear, a clear and Present 95. Hey, that one's got like a sixty for me, man. No, you didn't a like 60. it. Sixty. I've, oh, I've seen that movie. 
That, that's Jeez. like old action movies, though. Like, if you try to watch, well, I guess Die Hard is still yeah, The only cool, Harrison like, Ford movie I enjoy is Star Wars. Yeah. And Indiana really? Jones. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Indiana. Raiders is great. I watched it the other day. It's fucking good. <laughs> no? <laughs> I'd give it like an 86. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to tell me that Raiders is shit? No, no, I'm, I'm just pissed off that someone doesn't like Harrison Ford. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Fugitive? Yeah, the Badass Fugitive. Badass yeah, Fugitive is kind of one, fucking one our man. One Arm Man Kills My Wife? Oh, I'm innocent? No. Come on, it's badass. <laughs> Anyways, also, Air Force motherfucking one? <laughs> Get off, also, Get off my plane. Boring. Oh, oh, Anyways. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, kids. Uh, so, kids these days. <laughs> clear and present danger. Is rated certified fresh at eighty-two percent. Oh fuck yeah! Eighty-two percent, man. I suck at this game. Still, I thought I'd be good at it, but like these are all movies that are, are difficult. Old. Well, uh, Jay likes to stump us, you know, from time to time. All right, our final movie. We've got one more movie. This one I love. Is it not Harrison Ford movie? <laughs> it's not Harrison Ford movie. <laughs> Julia, Roberts. Julia Roberts. starring Keanu Reeves. Ooh. And Mr. Morgan Freeman. Oh, is this speed? <laughs> nope, but it's not. <laughs> the nineteen ninety six thriller Chain Reaction. Okay, before we guess, Jay sent me uh <laughs> sent me a Simpsons meme there earlier. <laughs> it was like it was the um, I saw this movie about this bus that was speeding through town and it couldn't drop its speed below 50 and if it dropped its speed below 50 it would explode I think it was called the bus that couldn't slow down <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could sit here and do Simpsons like oh, quotes yeah. for a whole podcast it and it would be entertaining it would work alright <laughs> All right. to add to that if you have John Chensky of Strange Space Tattoo on here he will fucking outquote you. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah, as, oh, as much as he, he can. Not, just, oh, it's nuts. We gotta have a quote off then. That would be a good podcast. We yeah. should have a quote off. <laughs> I could, I could probably tell him who says what in which episode and what the context is. Any quote. Any quote. Any quote. Anyways, we'll uh, we, that that is something for another day. But we will. They'll probably take you we up must on talk. that. All right, chain reaction. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Fuck. Phil started smashing fucking Ricky. No, you know what? Nobody likes Keanu Reeves. Jay? Nobody Nobody likes Keanu Reeves. No, I mean like nobody who like thinks they know things about movies. Well, The Matrix is probably rated pretty high. I can't give it... Well, that must be high enough. Good. No. It's yeah, not just sequels. him. It's also, is the movie good? Good point. Is the ensemble cast good? You know, like place. Morgan Freeman being a fucking, you know, secondary character? That's, uh... Okay, all right. That's, you know, you're, that's, you're playing some star power here. I don't know. 77. Give it 80. Wow. Generous crowd. I'll give it 78. <laughs> what did I give it? 78? Yeah. 77. Oh, okay. 77. People All right, pay so Morgan Freeman just to talk. Chain so. reaction. Yeah. I should really tell you what chain reaction is. Just as the university research team is about to prove that there's a new technique that will permit water to be used as fuel, their laboratory is sabotaged, and the lab manager is killed. 
Uh, Keanu Reeves stumbles onto the scene and manages not only to witness the sabotage, but to escape from it. When he tries to talk about it to authorities, he discovers that they think he is, uh, and the other project survivors are committing crime. In reality, the group of energy companies have conspired with interested parties and, and the government to completely erase all notions of the existence of energy for free water. Okay. See, this plot is exactly hole. going on today. I know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> plot hole. Number one, how the fuck are you like sabotaging a fucking water plant? It's okay. water. It's not a water plant. It's a, so what they're doing, they're doing uh, like fusion reactions somehow from splicing atoms in water. It's, it's a whole. But then it's to, not to water. Not. It's First like of all, nuclear okay, water. Or, and you're already, you're, you're already pointing out holes on this plot hole. Which might uh, help, uh, would have helped earlier in picking a score, because this is rotten at 16%. <laughs> 16? Yes. It's the worst score? I gotta you, fucking watch this movie. Us, you were leading us oh, on yeah. there oh, with yeah. this, like, well, it's an ensemble. Morgan cast. Freeman. Morgan Freeman, you know? Hey, Morgan Freeman automatically gets... prestigious production. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I did win this one. I got a low score. Shit. I was pretty off, though. <laughs> Oh man, so who wins, Jay? I, mean, I was two off the one. Time. I'm pretty sure TJ got it. Yeah, I think TJ. I won. think he's uh, the movie connoisseur here. We're that is outrageous, just to like well, school us all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It's like, also, his, uh, also if, math. if they're like uh, you know using a fusion reactor to create fucking fuel from water or however this plot hole works, like. Would you not have that fusion reactor extremely heavily guarded and like... You don't need to overthink this, Tori. Oh, dude. <laughs> I do uh, sometimes. I though. mean, it's one of these things that, you know, some guy had an idea all right, and you guys he all took sucked. it to a movie executive who's probably like fucked up on drugs <laughs> and Sounds he said... And he's like, that's a great idea. Like, best idea ever fucking heard. <laughs> all right. So who wins, Jay? Who all right, the winner. <laughs> that's how movies right, like I'll, Simple I'll Jacket made. Who, who brought up the rear... <laughs> Who's bringing up the rear? With 219 points. And the reason why, because he had two really off scores. He went a little too high on some, too hard on some. TJ. Mm. Oh, Third place. It. That's what he, Sorry, he buddy. fucked up. So. It's all right. Drum roll, please. Mike, get your cajon. Winner. <laughs> by <laughs> about 19 <laughs> points. Corey McGee. Oh, fuck yeah. No way. <laughs> Corey McGee takes it again. No, I've never, I've never won this game before. Feels kind of nice though. I feel pretty vindicated. These conspiracies. You, you guys suck at this. <laughs> you know what? It's like impossible for somebody to be good at this fucking game unless they spend their time on Rotten Tomato. I was gonna say you literally have like. You gotta think when you play this game. You gotta think. All right, this is like an action movie. Are critics gonna like this? Probably not, mate. Because critics usually aren't the action fans or comedy fans kind of assholes but yes yeah, so we like art house well, exactly yeah but if you're gonna have like a uh you know a a series like you know a jack jack ryan stuff usually later on they get bad but you know when you have the star power of a of a ford ford usually i think he has a couple points just because he's harrison ford uh i think you, you know you're gonna get something high but you have Keanu Reeves starring something about Harrison know, Ford died in the new Star Wars. Man, that pissed yeah. me off to no fucking. Technically, Harrison Ford didn't die. His character died. What are you saying? <laughs> Harrison Harrison Ford it was fucking Harrison Ford, man. Are you saying Harrison Ford's ever starred in a horrible movie? Have you not seen the new Star Wars? That movie sucked. 
No. Which new one? Rogue Not One Rogue, or The one Force? with Harrison Ford. Okay. That wasn't <laughs> it, bad. That was a bad movie, but it was just a rehash of A New Hope. Uh, movie is horrible. Yeah, that's a good point. Just a rehash of New Hope. But, but, they're, but they it, was a, it was a J.J. Abrams. Jedi, I know, but it was a J.J. Abrams movie, which yeah. that's the problem. This next one will not be J.J. Abrams, which is it's a good, good thing. I think switching out of J.J. Abrams was the best <laughs> fucking decision Star Wars could ever make. Rogue One was one of the most badass, non- Kid Star Wars movies I've ever seen. Should you can't take called, your kids to go see that fucking movie. That movie man. should have been called Suicide Squad. Hmm. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get, don't have anything to add. Star Wars? Mm. Wow. Huh? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you I'm must really kidding. be from the I 60s, right? Like, like, you watch Star Trek. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. Okay. You want to talk about Star Trek? <laughs> you motherfuckers. Jason Blesno doesn't even want. You don't even want to get started with Jason Blesno on Star Trek. He's. Um, uh, he, he's been one to point out that Star Trek was a series, so it's important to consider that, that it was not, yes. w- episode to episode did not have the budget of the, the Star Wars budget, and therefore, you know, you can't really compare the two, which does make sense, but still, you, you know. You fancy yourself a part better. of the Federation, do you? <laughs> I like filmmaking, television uh, shows, everything. I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, too, but you cannot compare They're not the Apple's same. It's not the same. It's not the same. And Tell that you, guys, you guys like fancy yourselves Star Wars fans? I I like I like Star Wars. Uh I've always liked Star Wars since I was like three. I think my first art piece in kindergarten was Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber. But it just looks like a stick figure with a blue dick. So that was that like <laughs> that was like just before the Phantom Menace came out? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. If, if my age is on the table as something to make fun of, yeah. fucking everybody's Everyone. on the table. I agree, though. Like, I, I do like Star Wars, but I also didn't mind Star Trek for like quite like a long time. Like, seventh grade, I think, through ninth grade, I was a huge TNG fan. I could never get into the original, though. Never. Hmm. <laughs> Say it into the mic, right? What's going on? Say it into the mic. Well, although I find this Star Trek talk so enthralling and amazing, um, I think we're 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 coming up uh, to almost an hour and a half, my yeah. friend. Getting kind it's, of crazy. Uh, yeah, it's getting kind of nuts. Uh, and uh, we we've got some musical pieces that are coming uh, at the end of this podcast as well. So, uh, how have you guys liked your first uh, experience on beer and bullshit? What'd you guys think? Loved it. You guys enjoyed it. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Fun? We'll give it a Rotten Tomatoes score of 95%. <laughs> of 95%. <laughs> Super fresh. Well, maybe uh, you guys can tell us uh, tell us all what you guys got coming up, if you guys got some new stuff that's uh, that's that's in the works. Uh, what do you, what do you guys been planning lately? Oh, uh, we got a show coming up on 24th of February 20, with 23rd. 23rd. 23rd of February, sorry. No, it is the 24th. 24th. Oh, Fuck you guys. <laughs> Get your bullshit. I was going to correct you on that one. <laughs> The 24th of February with uh, Featherweight, like a new upcoming Timmins local band. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing uh, featuring been with those guys. So. Featuring a lot of heavy hitters from the local scene. Heavy hitters. Yeah, heavy hitters. True. Yeah, they hit pretty hard. So um, We also have an EP coming up <laughs> oh, in, cool. in March that we've been, all been working. I wouldn't say we've been working hard on it, but like <laughs> we've... We've hardly worked on it. on it. We've been drinking hard at it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, we're pretty actually relentless with like our, our recording schedule. It's every Tuesday and Thursday, and we, we really want to put this thing out. 
And uh, some of the guys from the working class are helping us out with a, a show to do it with. We nice. just we're waiting for all the you know the chips to fall and uh, kick some ass, man. Cool, man. Well, everybody can look forward to that. And uh, Jay, did you have any special announcements to uh, make before? Did you, did you have anything coming up with the Film Society? Yeah, I guess I got like that. that. Uh, February thirteenth, we have uh, Moonlight, Moonlight. Uh, Golden Globe winner for best uh, drama. And uh, uh, Academy Award uh, nominee for uh, Best Film, and I'm not sure Best Director, but yeah, uh, Moonlight, uh, February 13th. Uh, that should be uh, decent. Yeah, right on. Now, you guys have been getting a lot of uh, traction with the Film Society stuff, like some, some good crowds and uh, uh, actually some pretty feature stuff, like getting some uh, produ- like local yeah, producers. Yeah, we, we had like a Mean that. Dreams. Uh, okay. Did we talk about this in the last one? No, remember. Well, Anyways, we, we, we talked yeah. about it coming up, coming in, but yeah. we didn't. So uh, we had a, a Mean Dreams with... Uh, uh, William Woods, uh, who's a, a pr- producer. He, he has some ties and connections with Tibbins. So uh, he actually came in and talked about that. That was pretty cool. Uh, pretty well uh, talking about, you know, what Tibbins needs to do to uh, kind of create a film industry here. So be, it was kind of neat. Uh, there, you know, there's some articles on uh, Tibbins Press and uh, Tibbins uh, Today.com. I would check that out. And also, we just had yesterday, we had the film. I'm trying to remember what the film name was. It was, uh, oh, it's not the end of the world. Uh, francophone out of Quebec, uh, Xavier Dolan is the uh, director. He's done other stuff like Mommy and some other uh, pretty big uh, French-Canadian films. Uh, that that came last night. I won't lie, I wasn't a huge fan. No, uh, no, it was it, I find Rotten Tomato score. He's starting to become a little, uh, <laughs> I think he's coming a little too artsy for me. And uh, yeah, no, that was difficult. I uh, wasn't, uh, wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, but well, uh, still a good, show, a good turnout. Yeah. We're, we're doing pretty well. So I think... Uh, you know, you guys. Uh, every third Monday, you guys uh, got nothing to do. Come check out. Uh, come come watch a movie, man. Ten bucks, and oh. we're raising money to give uh, to uh, to give bursaries out to uh, uh, students who are looking to pr- pursue a uh, a career or an uh, educational career in uh, uh, performing arts or uh, a film production. Excellent. Yeah. I've been to a couple of you guys' screenings. I went to a couple of the horror ones, and they were really, really good. We don't do the horror ones. You don't do the horror ones? <laughs> He's Shit. like, oh, oh man. man. Never Not mind. Wrong, guys. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> no, we, are, we only do films uh, that have been shown at TIFF, because we are a TIFF circuit. So if it's been at Toronto National Film Festival, we, we uh, okay. will try to get them. So we do about uh, 10 to 12 a year. Yeah, and you guys get a lot of sold-out crowds. Like I've been yeah. to a few of them, and... Uh, it's uh, I don't know. I, I find it impressive, and it kind of speaks to a little bit what we were talking about earlier—the growth of culture in Timmins. And it's it's another thing that, you know, if uh, if you're a music uh, music person, you, you're checking this podcast out just to listen to these guys talk. You know, kind of check out some other stuff that's going on. In your I don't community. know why anybody yeah. would ever want to listen to us talk, <laughs> but. Oh man! Well, we got a lot of beer here that's been fueling the conversation, so. Uh, with that said, uh, on my side, um, well, I'm. Uh, we're also playing that show on the 24th. We're going to be opening up uh, as an acoustic set. Should be uh, should be a good time. And um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to hear this featherweight stuff. You know, should have uh, should be good. Time. Jay's telling me to fucking move move no, along. No, no, to no. Shut the fuck keep, up. Keep keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep, keep going. going. 
<laughs> what, what, what do I need to talk about, Jay? Please give me give me some direction. Or I, those I was trying to find time to find a good, decent quote. A decent quote. Okay. Well, um, no. Basically, what's been going on with me? Been working with uh, with Featherweight as well. We we did some drum tracks the other day. It's uh, been sounding good. A lot of their stuff that they're they're working on getting it out as well. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep plugging away at that and uh, doing that show with uh, LaForge. Sounds um, a bit different. I saw a couple of videos of uh, Pat recording drums down here, and oh, yeah. it sounds uh, a little bit prog rock. Oh like, yeah, a, a little bit more progressive than your average new band that comes out. Oh, right it's here. cool. I think anybody who's guys, uh, anybody, fuck. <laughs> anybody who's gonna check them out on the 24th is gonna really get a good feel of uh, what's going on with them. And uh, I'm pretty excited to hear the stuff they got uh, they got in store. I'm stoked to hear your EP. Like shit, man. You're saying that's coming out in March. Hopefully, yeah. man. Well, we, uh, I think we got uh, what, like two songs left to track. Two or and three. Then, cool. Well, maybe you guys can give us an exclusive, and we can play. We can premiere one of your songs on the show. It'd be uh, if I had one on me, I would. <laughs> well, we'll do we'll do that once it's all done and ready. Sounds good. Sound good? Yeah. Awesome. All Sounds right. awesome, man. Well, that said, anybody who has not uh, liked or subscribed to our channels anywhere, you know, go ahead. Check that out on uh, iTunes, Google Play, on YouTube. Uh, we're on Facebook. Like our page. And uh, what? We're going to start a Patreon page? On TV. On reason. billboards. <laughs> we're we're going to start a Patreon so that people can uh, actually, uh, you know, subscribe to pay two bucks a week and buy our beer. So I, yeah. I think that's an idea we've been money. floating around. Yeah, we need money. <laughs> it's getting expensive to do shit people so that said jason we've had a great week uh great time this week with uh the punctual alcoholics they played some music for us we had some drinks we had some talks serious shit not so serious shit have you got a quote to leave us uh, or uh, so i got a quote from on? uh sid vicious sid vicious dope i've only Actually, been in love no. <laughs> i've only been in, i've only been in love with a beer bottle and a beer Right on. Amen. That's a good one. Amen. All right. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.